0: How does one come back to oneself that is a constant journey um, but it really comes down to time so thinking about what fills me up and makes me whole and gives me energy versus what detracts from my day what is effort what is depleting and really honing in on what those things are for you
1: Welcome to the Mad Women podcast. We're your hosts, Samantha and Hannah. We run a digital marketing agency called Roots and Ardour on the West Coast, and we help brands tell their stories internationally. We are Mad
2: Women because we're mad for life, we're mad about what we do, and we enjoy a good scotch on the rocks while we do it. We are the modern day Mad Women, and we talk about what's real and what's relevant in the wild world of female entrepreneurship and marketing.
1: On this episode, we're sitting down with the lovely Sophie Collins. She is a jack of all trades, a master of all as well. Uh, She is an entrepreneur. She has a full-time job at Slack. She's a mother, influencer, writer, chef, and a very close friend and constant inspiration. We are in the middle of a world crisis at the moment. Um, A little bit of COVID has been on the menu. And we we thought it would be very topical to talk about how to remain calm in chaos, in mind, body, spirit, and soul. So let's get to our conversation. So welcome, Sophie.
0: Thank you for having me, guys. I'm so excited to be here.
2: This is exciting. We're taking the Madwoman podcast up another notch. We're actually in a studio today, guys. This is big... Big news for the podcast. We wanted to up the ante. Now that we have a star of a guest, we wanted to make sure the quality was up to standard. Well, I love it. It's so fun to be here. It's a little intimidating in the studio, but... Is it the size of
1: the mic?
0: (laughs) Is it the lights? (laughs) I think it's a combination of both. Maybe your beauty, too. I don't know.
1: Well... Oh,
2: stop. (laughs) So flattering. Well, honestly, it's nice to be in here. We were just saying that it almost feels more safe in this room. It's almost like a bunker because outside in the world right now is kind of unnerving there's a lot going on there's a lot of chatter there's a lot of media coverage and we are right in the thick of this whole sort of unknown situation surrounding COVID and corona and I think as Sam said we just wanted to kind of address it i think that we we had this podcast episode planned and then you know the state of emergency just got declared and you know there's the travel advisory on now so it is a really intimidating time and i think a lot of people feel sort of in chaos and i think that you are someone that i mean i don't want to put that pressure on you but you seem to really handle chaos well and, you know, I'm sure we'll dive into all of the, the hardships that you've been through and how you've kind of um, rised above that. But I think that it's, it's just important to kind of talk about the realities of a situation and, and some tactics or ways that you deal with it, I guess. So I'm really excited to dive into this conversation with you, Sophie.
1: Yeah, I think that we're all feeling a bit of mass anxiety right now, just in the world. You wake up, you're a bit anxious. Uh, the news is no good. And I think while it's important to acknowledge the severity of what's going on, it's also there's never been a better time uh, for powerful storytelling Mm -hmm. and to try and keep a sense of calm and optimism in the midst of all of that chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think, you know, for our listeners, we'd just kind of love to hear a little bit about your journey. Yeah,
0: absolutely. you know, I think to the point of keeping calm and chaos, especially in this last week, I have to say I probably haven't been the most calm of all Fair. people, um, obviously a majority of reasons, but one of which is that I have a two-year-old at home and I know that the virus wouldn't necessarily affect him, but just the thought of someone relying on you um, is really heavy. And especially when you don't have the answers. And right. so that's, I actually like broke down last night and just started bawling. And I was like, I'm just scared, you know? And I think it's okay to be scared in a time like now. And I think it's important to be informed and to prepare for what might happen. Um, but also, as you said, try, try and stay positive mm-hmm. and try and be as optimistic as possible because. I truly believe that the energy that you're putting out in the world is what you're going to get back. And whether or not you believe in manifestation or God or spirituality, um, I think it's really important that your energy that you're putting out is extremely positive and as helpful to others as possible because at the end of the day, it really does come down to the idea of humanity and what's important like we were talking about before we jumped on the recording it really
2: puts things in perspective you know it kind of allows you to sort of zoom out and say wow like I know it sounds a little bit dramatic, but it kind of sort of feels like the end of the world right now in some ways. And I feel like we're in like a Nicolas Cage movie where, you know, he's going to be like driving down the street in an in like, RV van. In like, a bullet. Baiting, yeah. <laughs> some kind of crazy. Does he still have hair? <laughs> oh, he has hair. He, has he is holding really? on to that hair. <laughs> I need like, to look him up.
1: <laughs> It's like, where is Nicolas Cage? We should join him in his bunker. I
2: think that he just did too many movies, and he's like, I'm
1: done. He's on set right now. He's oh, like, God. God, they're stealing my script. <laughs> um, you know, Sophie, we do want to talk about, you know, I know a lot of people are stocking up right now, stocking up their pantries. I, myself, I went to the wine store. <laughs> I did, too, just That's number that's one priority. The lines were insane. I <laughs> have a full case of wine in, in my pantry, and I have a couple boxes of Kraft dinner. And I'm sort of wondering, you know, what where your pantry is at.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because I did a full post on this today on <laughs> you Instagram. You did, Yep. Topical. Um, I am definitely not someone who would call myself an alarmist, but I feel like the so it's March 14th or 13th, Friday the mm-hmm. 13th, yeah. right now. Ooh. By the way, good day we were to, to
1: have a party, we were, <laughs> we, were. <laughs> we were. We're like, Dude, we don't believe <laughs> in omens. It was supposed to be an office suits. party, but every time Hannah and I throw an office party, nobody comes. <laughs> and
2: then, of course, we decided to do it in the middle of COVID, and then no one would really Literally, show up. Literally, no one would Just come. our moms
1: again. <laughs> I would have come.
2: I usually I come. So. The we start. got our Lysol wipes and wine. <laughs> By the way, that's our uh, ingredients for a podcast.
1: That, so that's a podcast.
0: honestly all you need right now. Um,
1: okay, back to your pantry. But yeah, I my pantry. Know.
0: Stocking up. I also have some mac and cheese. It does happen to be Annie's and oh. gluten-free for Liam, but I do have mac and cheese. Totally. Um, <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's Liam. Not perishable. I put a it's I put Liam. a little cauliflower in there for him too. Oh my but gosh, no. I wanna be Liam. And, I mean, you can come over anytime. He doesn't eat most of his food, so usually I eat it off his plate. Lots to go around. Lots to go around. Um, but, no, honestly, it's like, comes down to the basics of, like, what you actually eat. I think that if you go and start stocking up on, like, quinoa and all of these things that you're never going to cook, I think that's honestly just such a waste. And if we're looking at, like things from the perspective of a global pandemic and thinking about the environment, like just buy extra dried and frozen goods of stuff you already buy. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty self-explanatory. Like for myself, I have frozen fruit, frozen veggies for smoothies. I have frozen like grass-fed meats that I can defrost at a later date and then what I'm doing is just always going to have from now on I think two weeks of food on hand
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, just in case and every six months I'll just eat it and then replenish it
1: and um, do you have a spare bedroom with twin beds for, for Hannah and I salmon, it's yeah. a queen you guys can share it. oh yeah yeah. Oh, yeah it's party.
2: <laughs> you're spoiling don't us. touch <laughs> You're spoiling us. I love it. No, I I love getting a little bit of insight into your pantry because your social presence is so amazing and you're always sharing recipes and just like pieces of your lifestyle and I am just in awe of you every day because you just seem to have like a really amazing system and you just seem to prioritize your yourself and your health and your family and I know that that's no easy task and I know that you you know it, that takes a lot of work and I know that obviously hasn't happened overnight. So is there something that you can sort of um I know pinpoint as a as a characteristic or, you know, something you could offer to listeners is like how how you kind of organize all that stuff, even outside of this pandemic, but just on a day to day, because it can be really hard to even manage the chaos of day to day outside of, you know, everything that's going on right now.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes. And it is ever changing. Mm -hmm. I swear my routine like changes every six weeks and it's like I need to update a blog post every six weeks of like what the new routine is (laughs) because I'm always perfecting it and wanting it to be better. But I would say for me, it happened when I was around 25. I started exercising consistently and paying attention to what I ate. And to be honest, that was from a full vanity perspective. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't happy with how I looked, and I wanted to be fitter and be more confident. And what I realized that I loved so much about fitness and eating well was how I felt. Mm-hmm. So it was way less about how I looked and way more about how I felt inside. And I think from there, I was able to give so much more because I was showing up in the best version of myself and I was so much more confident when I met people and went to interviews and Find, like was finding new jobs. So I think from there, like I just realized my obsession was less about like health and wellness and more about feeling my best. And mm-hmm. that happened to coincide with health and wellness. And the ter- in terms of the organizational aspect of things, that is so hard. I mean, we talk about this all the time, like what's your morning routine and how do you settle down in the evening? Um, and there are a few key things that I feel like A, have helped manage my anxiety um which is like limiting coffee to one maybe one and a half to two cups a day like mm-hmm. sorry to say but that has really helped Ouch, <laughs> I know <laughs> but I was basically like had insomnia after mm-hmm. having Liam um it was kind of like delayed postpartum anxiety and I could not go to sleep for four hours Every single night I would lie awake tossing and turning, and I literally tried everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we want to get into you dream. I mean, we we can talk about you dream.
1: It's such a trigger word for me right now. It's the one that got away from us all and the FDA. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the problem. I think they're still running. (laughs) They're still running. <laughs> I mean, an R I P U dream because it was a yeah, miracle drug that was. was terrible for us. I just, yeah, I, I just know. wish
2: I want to know what the actual bad part of it was, and then maybe they just put a disclaimer. It's in their tranquilizer. <laughs> 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 well, I think a few people had a heart attack. <gasps> yes. Is that why? Yeah. You know? Oh good yeah. God! I yeah. thought okay, pre-existing, pre-existing,
0: probably a little bit of conditions. a pre-existing condition. Maybe, but just but Sam's so trying to rationalize you can
1: do it. You dream. <laughs> okay.
2: Honestly, though, I'm it's so tough sorry. when you find a supplement. Well, wasn't a supplement. Uh, they went to jail. But turns out. when <laughs> it turns out. But when you find something that's like a remedy to help you sleep, like sleep deprivation is a form of torture. Mm-hmm. It is so awful when you can't sleep, it's and so then you awful. have to wake up and show up for your son, and your husband, and your job, and like anything. That is is a very real thing to be dealing with in life. Yeah. So I can't yeah. imagine what that must have been like.
0: Well, you. I mean, I literally tried everything yeah. like CBD, hypnotherapy, went to therapy, oh acupuncture, goodness. like did all of the natural things, melatonin, which turns out like isn't that good for you at the end of the day. Like really? goop chews, all this kind of stuff. And. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, apparently it just messes with like your internal systems. I don't never tested it. Fine. We can't, win. We can't you win. win. No, but I have something that helps. <gasps> oh, my okay, goodness. so one cutting down coffee. I if I do need a boost in the afternoon, which is usually every day, I have a matcha because it the caffeine it gets released in a different way Mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely not a scientist but it definitely gets released in a different way and then you could be
1: (laughs) well I don't know I
0: did really bad in physics and biology very sexy
1: scientist that's true
0: thank you Um, but magnesium that's a miracle. I know, and
1: you've gotten me onto magnesium. Yeah. <laughs> and you're even consistent if it's now. Just, yeah, I mean, even if it's just the placebo effect, I do feel like it's working. My sister's been recommending that to me for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer. It absolutely changed my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not kidding. Can I ask you something? Yeah. So I feel like your um, digital media presence, like, a lot of the time we are seeing, like, all of, we're seeing the tip of the iceberg there, too, right? Um, and what's really been powerful to me knowing you has been uh, what a holistic, incredible, resilient person you are. Um and you are like a champion for all of your friends. You're a champion for women's health, especially you're involved with BC women's health. Mm-hmm. Um speaking of like we do we do think you're the scientist. Like if we need a sleep <laughs> cure, if we need you know you a witch doctor, supplement drawer, oh, she'd <laughs> go to you. But you know, that didn't happen overnight. I don't think people realize, you know, the full extent of what you went through to get to the good place that you are now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you would be so kind as to be vulnerable with us a little bit about, you know, what sort of prompted the different layers of your health journey, like even post 25, to really sort of mm-hmm. dig in um, and find a more balanced way to be a woman.
0: Yeah. Well, you put that in such an incredible way, as you always do, as you always does. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think, as I said, like, when I was 25, it was really a vanity perspective. Like, I wasn't happy with how I looked, and I wanted to change that, and then realized how important it was to me to feel as good as I looked and look as good as I felt. Mm-hmm. Um. And I know that it's oftentimes, as a woman, like, we're told, like, we shouldn't care about how we look, and, like, it's okay to, you know like not take care of yourself and I just couldn't disagree with that more. I think there's like one body that we get to live in in this life and we should take care of it with the utmost protection. Um just like people like now are taking care of themselves. Like why mm-hmm. isn't that kind of a constant thing? But then I would say my biggest um kind of turning point in my health journey, especially as it relates to the BC Women's Health Foundation. Um, And part of the reason I founded One Wednesday with Joni, which we can get into later too, um, was my labor. Um, I had a great pregnancy and I had had friends who had not so great pregnancies before me. And I just felt really, really lucky. And then I went into labor and I had a really quick labor, which was wonderful. And then I had something called a retained placenta And so without getting into like the gross nitty gritty, it basically just means that part of your placenta is um, attached to your uterine wall. Mm -hmm. And so my doctor literally had to like scrape it out. Mm -hmm. We'll keep it at that. And I lost a ton of blood to the point where I was like two minutes away from getting a blood transfusion. Ended up not having to do that. Um, Got a massive iron drip, which Mm -hmm. I found out later is actually extremely dangerous that I didn't okay. know at the time. Um, and so that kind of began my my investigation and journey mm-hmm. into understanding women's health and the complexity of it. Mm-hmm. As we all know, hormones are a real thing, people. And I was really lucky to get connected with the BC Women's Health Foundation to help found the young women's council so myself and my best friend jillian both delivered at women's both have had various health journeys and to this day the loss of that blood still affects me my Mm -hmm. iron is completely depleted i never got it checked after i had lost all of that blood and it wasn't until a year and a half after having liam where I went to a naturopath, Dr. Barbie, Bobby Parmer, who's amazing in Vancouver.
1: He's basically a celeb. He's, like, I hear yeah. his name
0: a lot. He's amazing. Yeah. And he was like, How has no one checked your iron? This is totally crazy. And so from there, I actually started building this wellness group of experts around me. And they definitely still include Western medicine. Like, I have an MD and I have a family doctor, but it made me realize how important it is to be your own health advocate and your own own journey because everyone is so different and what they go through is so different and you can't do it on your own. And so I think like my message there is like, A, if you have the time, which is hard to find, get to those appointments and talk to those professionals because those things you can't find out on your own.
2: And what? it's it, it's amplified as a woman as well, right? Like you can. Well, talk about the physiology it, yeah. is completely
0: different, and drugs
2: like pharmaceuticals weren't tested on women until 1998. Yeah, it's so pathetic. It's so behind, yeah. Right? And it's and it's oftentimes where there someone will just kind of shrug it off and say, "Oh, it's a women's issue." Yeah, exactly. We're half the population, for Christ's sake. Like, why is that? That's a people issue. At Hysteria. The end the yeah, exactly. Anxiety, and so it's 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 just it adds this level of intimidation I think Mm -hmm. I even feel that still when I go unfortunately I have a male that kind of shrugs me off and I don't feel really validated when I go to him with with various issues and it's on the list to find a new one like you're saying like take that time to invest in that Mm -hmm. but it's hard Mm -hmm. because you just you, you want to feel supported when mm-hmm. you walk in that room just as much if, if you're bringing up any kind of general health issue. So it really yeah. is, it is about investing that mm-hmm. time and making sure that you put yourself as a priority mm-hmm. and be a little bit selfish in, in f- figuring out whatever is going on.
1: It's definitely yeah. a vulnerable topic and a vulnerable mm-hmm. thing, I think for us, and that's a hard word to say. Vulnerable. vulnerable. I know. Vulnerable. Um, and, but Sophia would ask you, like, if there are two or three things that women listening could do now to become more advocates at, to grow to become bigger advocates for their own health Mm -hmm. what are some sort of like easy entry-level steps that maybe we don't know about like honestly I didn't know um, where to get my iron levels checked Mm -hmm. or that I should be getting them checked Um, so just maybe a couple things like that that could be like the basis of um, a better health check for sure so number one most women are
0: iron deficient because of mm-hmm. Aunt Flo that visits us every month. We can't really <laughs> oh, help it. Hello. Uh, so a hundred percent get your She's iron checked. So. <laughs> she well hopefully.
2: <laughs> Sorry, like- Murray, the producer in the <laughs> Um, where he's like who's Aunt flow <laughs> <laughs> men don't understand I swear to god I know I know oh, it's
0: true yeah uh, <laughs> who so yes definitely get your iron levels checked that's like the basic you can do but I, I would say on top of that like get all your vitamin levels checked and how you can do that is go to your family doctor and say like I want a blood panel and I want to get everything checked and to go back to your point about kind Of, like, your doctor not necessarily listening to you, it's also a, system- a systemic problem because yeah, they get paid by the appointment, mm-hmm. and so most appointments are 10 to 15 minutes and they're yeah. trying to get as many people through in a day. And mm-hmm. apparently, the BC government only gives them a certain amount of money each month, and so that's like a whole other
2: conversation. That's why they always have the sign of one issue at a time, yeah, exactly, right, as well, which kind of like, adds 14.
0: And yeah, you yeah. like, 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 I have like yeah. this, like, I'll, I'll make 14 that. appointments, please. I'm one hour and
1: 14 <laughs> issues, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, where's that doctor?
0: Well that's that's Dr.
1: Parmer. That's, that's Bobby Parmer.
0: That's Bobby. I like um it. okay, so yeah, get your get your levels checked and then like start taking the appropriate supplements. It sounds so simple, but so many pe- people reached out to me when I posted that I got my iron checked, being like, Why do you get your iron checked and how do I do this? And honestly just go to your doctor and ask for a blood panel. So they'll check your iron, vitamin B, vitamin D, all of those things that like really help you feel your best and really just kind of like get you to a base level of wellness
2: it's information mm-hmm. which is it's so information loud, yeah.
0: especially mm-hmm. if you have any sort of like eating requirements like if you're vegan you're also likely deficient in b12 mm-hmm. and again like i'm not a nutritionist or a doctor but from the research i've done that's an important thing to know but yeah it just give you gives you a baseline for um, how you're going to approach it and then my second thing is meditation mm-hmm. you and i have talked about this a lot um It's one of those things that doesn't work overnight, just like Mm -hmm. magnesium doesn't, unfortunately. But over time, I find you do have a buildup and resilience to anxieties and fears that come up throughout the day. And that is absolutely something that helped with my sleep. It's, it's
1: a good point actually, bridging the conversation from um, like bodily wellness to mental wellness, mm-hmm. um, which of course are so connected. Like I've definitely found at times in my life, especially these past few months, uh, just picking up things or getting sick because I'm going through um, you know things on the personal end. Uh, I think it's so connected right absolutely. And
2: the mind and body is, yeah. is
1: freakishly connected actually
2: and, and emotionally right like you can completely. like your gu- actually your actual your gut. actual gut when you hold emotional trauma and yeah. they can bridge that back to like childhood or just things that you've dealt with in your life or like your grandma's childhood which yeah. is crazy to yeah. say. yeah it goes so deep and it goes so far and it's not to be ignored and yeah. I think a lot of the time it is in in traditional medicine a lot of the time right
0: Oh, it absolutely is. I mean, going back to your point of you know being set aside, I had like severe pain breastfeeding, and I went to my doctor multiple times. He's no longer my doctor, um, and he told me that it it shouldn't hurt that much. <gasps>
1: That's like, incredible. Oh, do you know? Sorry, That's do you helpful.
0: Cickling
2: that, on your nipples every day. It's yeah. incredible that he has breasts.
0: Yeah, I know. It's I was so like, good oh, that it didn't, didn't hurt when
2: you breastfed. Mm-hmm. So
0: I actually <laughs> didn't find a, like a cure for my breastfeeding pain until six months later when I had messaged like 18 different moms who all by the way dropped things off in my mailbox like wow. people I didn't even know what, what a community? was community. it was this crazy cream that was developed by this doctor in Ontario mm-hmm. and um one of my old friends her mother-in-law knew the doctor and wow. it's like this secret cream
1: what's it called so it it's can no like, longer be a secret you know what I
2: actually don't know but I'll, we can put in we'll the show post notes we'll post yeah this. honestly <laughs> when <laughs> I when <gasps> I'm pregnant or like just been, like I'm it, just gonna call Sophie end. and be like hey I'm, this, hey, I'm, I'm this. Yeah. Well, that's Sophie what you do all the time you call your community right you I mean, that's community. what's so important I think nowadays is that you know it's starting to become more oh Sam needs a <laughs> refill
1: very important <laughs> I'm calling my community thank
2: you call grapes. a friend grapes are her community <laughs> um but no i think that it is it's conversations like these that are going to start to push things forward and it's also going to start just supporting women on a whole because you know even the event that you guys threw with the bc women's health foundation um for your company one wednesday amazing we'll get to that a little (laughs) bit more after but um that that event was so amazing because it just it really was able to facilitate conversation around some of these things that Every woman has dealt with at some mm-hmm. point in her life, but they just maybe don't realize it. There was even a time when my girlfriend is dealing with this terrible health issue in the states, and you know, talking mm-hmm. about uh, American healthcare is another topic. But she she was like on this journey, and she had no idea what was going on, and everyone was shoving her aside, saying she was overreacting. And then she got diagnosed with this actually pretty common condition. I cannot remember the name, and it's very technical, but it's basically you know reoccurring bladder infection, sorry oh. to get too It's not technical endometriosis, here. is it? No, either? it's a, there's another name for it, but it's something okay. it's it sounds like that. Yeah. Um, but it's uh but it was so it was so awful to just watch her journey of just not being able to get any answers mm-hmm. because all of these things are just underfunded because they're not being researched. And I yeah. think that it's conversations like this and communities like the one you just discussed with reaching out to those women and finding out an answer for something specific that's gonna, you know, improve the situation
1: at the end of the day. So it's just so mm-hmm. healthy to to kind of facilitate that conversation. It's mm-hmm. like the collective of voices, yeah, right? And it time. is a huge educational piece. I mean, at that brunch, we were sitting down with a neuroscientist. Yes, who... Dr. Cindy Barha. She is amazing. She is
0: incredible. I know. You when know she, she got, she got up there? to speak, I was like, Whoa, that's even way better than we had planned. No
1: kidding. She's like, I'm gonna monitor, <laughs> yeah, how I'm your gonna hormone monitor, levels Brains. Change. brains yeah. like during brains. pregnancy,
0: and understand that brain fog is actually a real thing, and it's not just something like moms say when they forget.
1: Correct. Yeah. Um. So, can we ask you about One Wednesday? Yes. Yeah, we've mentioned we more. a few times. Yeah. We would love to hear a little bit about. I mean, we are obviously big fans. Um. You know, the shawl is my cuddle buddy. <laughs> when I'm traveling, it is actually operated like as blind in an airplane for me before. Um. But you really do make an incredible product with your business partner Joni Lind, who isn't here today, but we miss her. Yes. Um, She's actually having a really amazing time with her family in
0: Disneyland, cool. and she really needed to take this trip so i'm Mm -hmm. happy to be here good to take that on behalf Mm -hmm. yes for sure um yeah well thank you for bringing it up and chatting about us and being incredible supporters um one wednesday is a company that makes universal throws to start that's our first product and what that actually is is anything that can be worn as a scarf to a blanket to a throw on your couch um it can be Like, used to wipe up your dog or like wrap your baby in. It really is universal. And Sam would know because she wrote the copy for our website. But at the end of the day, we were finding as women, we just wear so many hats. And our day consists of like, for you guys, you like take your dog to the beach or to the park and then. They're wet, and you need to, like, get them in the car, and then later on, you're, like, on a flight to Greece for your writing retreat,
1: and <laughs> hopefully that's All happening. of my flights are canceled. If oh, I'm not, you know, oh yeah. officially? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, all mine are too. canceled. Life is canceled. There's a new normal in yeah. town. Well, you could use your universal And (laughs) it's But then you can
2: also take it home and throw it on your couch. Exactly. And at the end of the day,
0: like, it's machine washable, which is what we were really, was really important to us. And so I was just finding as a mom, like, I would have a burp cloth and then I would have a blanket on the side of the couch and, like, Liam was wrapped in something else. But then we'd go to the park and have a glass of wine at the end of the day and, We'd have to sit on this tiny little thing, and I was like, why isn't there a product that does everything that I can wash at the end of the day and use for all of these purposes that I have? Um, And I think in this day and age, with women being so dynamic and multifaceted, there is such a need for one thing that does many actions, and you guys, like, as dog moms, as entrepreneurs, as people who travel, that's just the new norm. Women are doing more things every single day.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But I love that. And I think, you know, Sam and I obviously are huge endorsers of the product just because I love it. Like I have two or three now and I got one from my sister when she was a new mom and she loves it. She uses it for so many different things. And then she like wears it as a scarf and she looks very chic and beautiful in it. And she's loved it. But I think that like it's it's insane that you and Joni, you know, you're both new moms, you know, and you guys were able to build this business sort of in tandem with motherhood, which I think is chaos. Yeah, and day jobs. jobs. Yeah, like so many things going on there. So that's chaos all in itself, right? It's definitely chaos. Yeah. (laughs) So like going back to, you know, the calmness and the chaos, Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that you kind of drew on in order to stay calm or not so calm maybe yeah. in in the, the chaos of you know building a business being a mom having another job as well and mm-hmm. then you know running a household like on top how of does all of how does one come back to oneself yeah. really in
0: the midst of all of this well, meditation. Uh, yeah i mean it's that like how does one come back to oneself that is a constant journey um but it really comes down to time so mm-hmm. thinking about what fills me up and makes me whole and gives me energy versus what detracts from my day, what is effort, what is depleting, and really honing in on what those things are for you. So for me, like something like this is so energizing. To go to an event with like 200 people and mingle, that's just not, like in my state of mind right now, that's just not energizing for me. Um, So really honing in on that, like meditation for sure, getting your Mm -hmm. workout in. And since I've become a mom, I mean, I do all my workouts at home basically. I'm a huge fan of an app called Melissa Wood Health. She does like 20 to 40 minute workouts that all can be done at home. And so I can like whip that out when Liam goes to bed. Usually it's at 5 in the morning when I wake up going back to like how one does it all. Um, And prioritizing sleep. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm gonna get up at five in the morning, I can't meet you for dinner at eight p.m. And I know Mm -hmm. that sounds so intense. And
1: I don't want to meet anybody for dinner. I know.
0: I'm glad I don't live in New York. I feel like
2: New York would be. Hence, you like meeting for dinner. She has a sneaky look on
1: her face. I'm
2: just. I'm a night owl. I mean, I have extreme adrenal fatigue, so I get no energy in the morning, and I get all of my energy at three p.m. She becomes the energizer. I have been diagnosed. Speaking, you know, I'm not just saying. But that's an intense
0: diagnosis. It is a
2: huge diagnosis. I was also diagnosed with an acute stress disorder a couple years ago because I just depleted all of my reservoirs of my hormones, and that's a whole other health journey. But it's 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 actually like something that I'm kind of insecure about, to be honest, because I I listen to people that say you know they get up at these early hours, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that, but I actually. I would collapse if I did because I can't I can't go to bed early because I just I actually get all of my energy then. So I work out in the evening. I that's,
1: actually do. But a that's lot. you. Like that's I, yeah. what I'm saying. Like
2: that's what
0: fills you up and works for you. For like sure. I cannot think after eight PM.
1: Like yeah, I can't think after three. Like yeah. Hannah, <laughs> I'm I am was exactly <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> done, done the <laughs> Hannah wakes up at exactly the time I die every day. <laughs> what time do you wake up? <laughs> so I PM. wake up about seven thirty. Oh, okay. That's still yeah. very oh, no, early. I mean, I mean, like, awake at work. Oh, got oh it. God. Like, oh, you God. Know, no, you think work. I'm sleeping no, no. until 3 p.m.? I would be the best, best entrepreneur ever. Three. Like, <laughs>
2: sunglasses. I'm rolling, like, hey, girls. Like, hungover. Oh, and I had a night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not far off. But no, I do. I mean, I. But that's the problem is not prioritizing sleep. So I'll go to bed at like 11, 12. And then, I mean, that is still a pretty but good sleep. But that's still like, a good sleep. It's still a like, good sleep. That's but, a great sleep. But I still, I wake up and I have no energy in the morning because, yeah. I mean, you know, talking to my naturopath, you know, who I maybe should be going to this guy. but <laughs> I mean, he's pretty um, good. <laughs> I'm on the journey to try and figure out, you know, how to how to fix and resolve those issues. Um, but it is just intimidating. I would love to wake up at 5 a.m. and just have wow. more of my day and, and be able to just be, like, more efficient um, with my time. But I just, it's frustrating. It is is but I mean I do love an 8 p.m. dinner that
0: was why I kind of shied away from that you know what though (laughs) I wish I did like I wish at 8 p.m. I was like relaxed and laissez-faire and like (laughs) let's just have a night but I'm like how many hours until I have to wake up and totally
2: fair that's
0: something I'm also working on like one of my goals is gonna sound ridiculous but like one of my goals for 2020 is to find more joy and have more fun I love that um, Not hard to do at all. hard
1: to do now that we're all in lockdown mode I know is but, there is yeah. there joy to be found in lockdown? yes right maybe a little bit and we, we were discussing this and we sort of touched on it earlier but it does really put things in perspective and I even find us being like a little bit more loving mm-hmm. like recognizing the people that we really really appreciate in our lives yeah. just ensuring that they're okay. Um, you know, touching. I'm certainly touching base with my loved ones more than I usually do when I'm like plowing through the day to day and and mostly concerned with myself.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I also think it kind of offers an opportunity because, you know, like even around the holidays,
2: everything kind of shuts down. Well, in some businesses, right? I know Mm -hmm. sometimes in certain industries, it's not so um, not so giving that way. But, you know, during the holidays, I find is one of the only times that even on a vacation, I can't settle down because mm. everyone else isn't on vacation.
0: You know, as entrepreneurs. Oh I gosh, we all I know going on that. vacation like not isn't, at Christmas is it's so
2: it's stressful. So stressful, <laughs> right? Like you're never off. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but I feel like right now it's almost like an opportunity to kind of take that like little mini holiday, even though it's terrifying. And mm. you know, being smart and making sure that you're disinfecting with Lysol and all that, but. Almost seeing it as an opportunity to maybe reconnect back
0: mm-hmm. with
2: some of the members of your family or people that you care about. Obviously, social distancing. No, you know, mm-hmm. obviously follow the rules that they're advising for, you know, to contain whatever is going on. But <laughs> also, what, is going what?
1: On? what is going on? What is going on? But then is also maybe an opportunity to connect with yourself because you can only hang out with yourself. I plan to write with a quill by candlelight. I mean, I wouldn't put it past you. For the next two weeks. <laughs> With
0: a record play. You want the record please playing. Please yeah. take a video got and share. I've great records going
1: <laughs> You right do. Now. What are you listening to right now? I actually got a great Bob Seger record oh. uh, recently. Hopefully you sanitized it. <laughs> <It's> like, no. <laughs> this was like pre-COVID okay. uh, paranoia. When, yeah, God, the record stores. Just every industry, hey? Uh, it is yeah. everything. I got yeah. my
0: first official like fitness company sending a message saying we're shutting down until further notice. Oh, Really? Yeah, just they just can't do it. Too many people canceling and it's yeah. it's really going to ravage a lot of small it really, businesses it really small and sad. large businesses. It's really mm-hmm. scary. I mean,
2: even we're feeling it as really you know, already in our business already, as well yeah. and I think that, you know, it's it's just real. And I think that there there is, you know, obviously there's so many negative sides of it, but it kind of feels like we're all in this together. In a way, mm, yeah. like I mean, besides the hand sanitizer better. companies, they're just blowing up right now. Like, and toilet you paper. can't even buy hand sanitizer. I was at
0: the liquor store to buy wine before this to stock up, and there was two bottles of hand sanitizer yeah. behind the like the till, and I was like, ooh,
1: two. You should have just bought Do like you, you know, to? like very strong vodka. Well, they say oh, that no, I actually sure. looked
0: up like DIY hand sanitizers, but you ha- it Wait, has is to it be vodka? no, it's <laughs> not, it's not you strong not really enough. You ha- it has to be rubbing, rubbing alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. Mix with other stuff. Like rubbing Cute. alcohol and aloe is Rubbing alcohol
1: good. on the rocks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you just like burn your hands off at this point. My hands look like, like they're like,
2: 85 years old. R.I.P. the manicure. I <laughs> no, I know. Let's get my nails anyways. No, it's, worse, it's, it's, it's crazy. We have to really rethink everything that we're doing in the day-to-day. But another question to lob your way, Soph, is just, um, I mean, kind of bringing it back, I guess, to sort of the time that we're mm. in right now. Like, are there anything – is there anything that you're introducing into your day-to-day, like, even with your job? Because, obviously, mm. you do, you're do you working in sales at Slack, which is insane With in tandem with being a mother and running your business and everything. Um, what are some things that you're going to maybe prioritize over the next week Two or so as we're figuring all of this out?
0: Yeah, so – As you said, I work at Slack and we've taken a very serious approach to it as well. Mm -hmm. Everyone globally, 2,000 people are working remotely and we're like all hands on deck to help our customers navigate this challenging time. And so I've been on a lot of calls with people of various organizations, uh, anywhere from like food distribution to tech companies, and everyone is feeling it. So Mm -hmm. it's a really intense time for the economy. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think in terms of things that I'm doing over the next two weeks, like for sure, social distancing. As sad as it sounds, like any non-essential plans in person, in large groups or like large places, probably avoiding. Um, my People plan, can't
1: tell, but we are sitting thirty feet apart. Yeah, we did not hug today. We did, we did not, which is very we elbow unusual. Elbow yeah. That was cute. I
0: opened the door with my elbow, and I got the a couple laughs. It
1: is good news yeah. for elbows. Like elbows True. are becoming much more agile. Elbows are and the fist new bumps. hands.
0: Mm-hmm. Fist bumps. <laughs> um, so but they
1: and then distancing. they also say like
0: you can't really strengthen your immune system Mm -hmm. against something like this. I personally think, like, going back to mind, body, soul, the stronger you can be with your mindset, the stronger you can be with, like, a supplement routine, adding vitamin C, Mm -hmm. vitamin D... All of those things that keep your body humming along are as close to 100% as possible. No Mm -hmm. one's truly at 100%, but that's going to make you stronger for Mm -hmm. fighting anything off. And at the end of the day, it's really a lot less about people like us being Mm -hmm. infected and more so people who are like have immuno yeah have compromised
2: immune systems or lung issues and so but it's it's part of everyone's responsibility not to absolutely right so that's why we're all trying to be responsible well
0: i'm like i feel so
2: strongly about that i just think you know
0: you just see what's happened in italy and Mm -hmm. like that's a country that's very close to my heart because i'm married into an italian family and it is so sad yeah it's Mm -hmm. so so sad I actually bought only Italian wine
2: because I was like I need to support the economy I don't even know if that
0: will work but well I think it'll help I I know know.
2: I think so too and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how things play out but I think you know one thing that I you know we actually did a call out on our RNA social media just about like in this crazy chaotic time how are you finding joy Mm -hmm. right and just to go back Mm -hmm. to your point of you know really prioritizing that discovery I think is amazing and it's very topical right now we actually had One of our mentorship events where that was a topic is finding joy and actually Mm -hmm. going back and saying, When was the last time I felt real, authentic, pure, unbridled? Yeah, yeah, like just euphoric joy, which we all know that we've felt at some point and it is sort of fleeting, Mm -hmm. but introducing more of those things back into your life. But um, someone actually responded to that and it was like, you Know just honing in on the small little things mm-hmm. in my day to day life mm-hmm. and not focusing on the big things that I can't control.
1: Do you it, know who that was? It was, Maddie. was Maddie, it was Maddie. our it was our, our ex boyfriend employee. But she's said. coming, <laughs> our she's the best, con. she's still working with us remotely. But I mean, no, we're all she's, working remotely, is, actually, yeah. But yeah, she is just has been like such a wonderful part of our company, yeah. And yeah. she's currently she's in Australia just having the time of her life, and she's with Tom Hanks. With Oh, right. Thomas in and Australia. Rita. I know. Yeah. yeah. With the volleyball. I'm and Rita
2: taking some time away. Taking yeah. Some time. yeah. Um, but, but I did. No, but I right. loved that. Yeah. I think that it was, you know, I, totally I agree. You know, we talked about this before. You know, I had a trip planned. I was supposed to be hitting the open road and driving down the coast mm-hmm. to California tomorrow morning. Mm. Had my car like half loaded up and my dog ready to hit the road and I was going to go and work remote and it was a really symbolic trip for me it was very important for me to take that time and just you know kind of just go and be in a new space because i've had a couple you know crazy life events happen in the last couple months as Mm. well um and this morning basically my entire community was like don't be stupid Mm -hmm. this is dangerous you're going like into the fire essentially to la county and you just you can't you can't take that risk and i mean for me i don't want to put anyone at risk and Mm -hmm. i don't want to be away from my family and Honestly, I had a big moment this morning and I really broke down. And, you know, even what you were saying last night, you had a moment to cry. And I think that that maybe even is a part of it is like embrace the emotion because because calmness can come from that release. You know, it's okay to be human, right? Yeah, now, right? it's okay. And well, just, we'll just because you are not sick
0: doesn't mean it's not scary. No, doesn't no, mean it, you're not terrifying. scared for the world or like
1: countries that you love or yeah, people that you care yeah. about who have like suppressed immune systems. And like, yeah. even, like, and totally, like the health aspect of it is terrifying. You know, and the ramifications on the economy. And the long-lasting impacts there are terrifying. There's so so many yeah
2: p- points of anxiety and stress mm-hmm. and and but at the end of the day, the only thing that you have control over is your mindset. Like 100%. you said, so finding whatever you need to do to kind of like bring yourself back down, whether that's joy, meditation, crying endlessly for maybe a couple hours, yeah. and then. Drinking a glass of wine or having a beer, whatever that is for you right now, I honestly yeah. think all rules are off right now. Yeah, it's like, kind of a to find... very freeing time. Yeah, in a
0: sense. it can you know, be. It is. It's, it's almost. Why? I mean, it's
1: uncharted territory for at least our yeah. generation. there's so much unknown, but there's always so much unknown. And honestly, I know that I always talk about Joan Didion a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of her essays on self-respect, and in it, I think she's. I will not quote her verbatim because God knows I'll slaughter can it. Can anyone
0: really quote anyone verbatim? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're, oh, I can't, yeah, might... Sophie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sam Kensham. Um I can read in Flanders Field by memory.
0: Well, we all, we all know that. Do you know it? Yeah, we can try after, but okay. I'm pretty sure I know most of it.
1: <laughs> I would love to recite we'll, it. We'll I mean, I used to be an actor, there, so, so I Canadian. feel like learning lines was, yeah,
0: but I can't like, ought, like randomly quote like
1: Oprah or something like that. Yeah, well, not Oprah for sure. <laughs> you get a car and you get a car.
2: Um, what did Jones say?
1: Okay, what? Sorry, Jones <laughs> on about Joan. In her essay on self-respect. She said something about you know just the previous generation uh, to ours or her parents even, just sort of accepted that life was really hard and they would mm. have to work hard at uh, finding joy. Um, And I think she made a metaphor. And of course, this is like based on the times that that she was in. And she comes from California and the sort of the settlement there and like the very history past of California. Mm. She talks about um, this scene from uh, someone's diary where there were Indians at the door. And they were coming in through the living room, and her mother like kept knitting or writing, just like as if nothing else was happening. And and Joan says something like, you know, there are always Indians at the door. Mm. And of course, you know, in that in that context, in that perspective, what she means um, is just that there's always going to be something on the horizon that yeah. um, that is that we're going daunting to do, or deal you know, with, yeah, 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 yeah whatever with. that Absolutely. contextually is in our historical moment right now. It's. It is epidemics. It's it's global warming. It's it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we can approach it with a mindset that there's always going to be something at happening. the door. Yeah, yeah, at the door. I said this. How to you, the other, you yeah. yeah.
2: I said this the other day to you when we were just having you know one of those business moments, right? And it was a little bit chaotic. Business. Business <laughs> moment. You know, business. <laughs> for sure. But like you know, because every day you know you can be on this wild yeah. ride, and then all of a sudden something crazy happens, and there's chaos Someone in business all fired. the time. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> (laughs) And I said, I said to Sam even before this whole COVID thing, I was like, we need to learn how to embrace the chaos. Yeah, I do hundred
0: percent that that is
2: one thing that right now even just as like something that we can all walk away from is just embrace the freaking chaos right now and know that like no one has a rule book right now. That's no one has no one has a rule book for life or COVID or business. (laughs) You know, like all of these different Mm -hmm. things that we're gonna deal with on a day to day basis. So. Just embrace it and do what you need to do to bring yourself back to a place of calm or peace or and happiness worship or the joy.
0: beautiful
1: things in your life. Yeah, and, yes. and yes. you know how lucky we really and all are. And remember what
2: those are.
0: Yeah, like when time. you go to bed every night, even if it's just for a few seconds, think about the things that you're grateful for. Even if it's mm-hmm. just sunshine or getting out for a walk or like the latte you had. Mm-hmm. Those tiny little things add up to a clear mind. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting you say that though about embracing change because one of my girlfriends wrote me yesterday saying I'm thinking about having a baby, but Like it's not the right time, and we're gonna do this other thing, and then I we want to go like to this trip, and I'm like, look, at the end of the day, there's never going to be a right time to do anything, to start a business, to get a dog, like all of these huge life milestones. Definitely not get a dog. (laughs) Don't get a (laughs) puppy.
1: I got a dog right after Hannah got a dog because she was doing it so well, and I was like, oh fuck.
0: Yeah, I was doing it well. Dogs
2: seem really stressful. Oh, they're. I feel like they're yes. more stressful than babies. Okay, Sophie, well, I'm so glad you just said no, that. No, I really do. I have, Okay, I know I don't have a baby, but honestly, you can bring babies everywhere. Most places. Well, okay, we we well, could debate that. You're encouraged, to, that. Not, you're
1: encouraged <laughs> to not leave the baby in the bed.
2: Well okay so I think there's like a
1: logistics you bring to side restaurants. It, That's the yeah, same thing. Yeah. That true. is true. Or no, out yeah. to social
2: gatherings. A I lot of feel like don't want a dog at yeah. the
1: house, right?
2: No. Well yeah, we went through this last week. Actually end. that's
1: so true. I asked Sophie if I could bring Murphy over and she's like, like well, I love Liam's you no. Sleeping. <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't quite say that. No, but...
1: I was like, well, Liam's... But it's fair. It's true. I it's know. Fair. But, but also, like... Beethoven. Like, she knocks over... But also,
0: so does Liam. I would not bring him to your house, because your, like, records would be on the floor. All of your books would be ripped apart. Like, it, it, it's like
2: living with a tornado.
1: Yeah, I get it. And
0: he's the best. Like, yeah. he's so chill. Yeah, we'll
1: keep but them. I
0: think we'll they each them. have
2: their own challenges. I definitely think being they a, do. a mother is no, way no, harder, for I sure. I don't want to that It is hard being Being a
0: mom, being, like, a mom to a human is a little bit easier because it's, like, it's, like, your blood and flesh. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have so that there's, full connection. There's, there. Yeah, there's a full connection. Like, there's no, like, should I go get my, like, baby? Like, you just do it. Like, you don't even think about it. And, like, hopefully. You know what I mean? I mean, Most sometimes mom. I
2: feel like I birthed Daphne Okay, well, I don't – I've body. never had a dog, so
0: I – well, I have had a dog. But, no, but I, but I didn't. I never <laughs>
1: feel as if I had birthed Murphy. If you had, that would be
0: extremely <laughs> concerning. Would have been uh, very impressive. I'm sure. Well, yeah. Well, guys,
2: I feel like we've covered a ton here. <laughs> we've literally like bounced around, but I love it. I feel I like do. It was such a fun conversation. Yeah, and I feel like it's such an interesting. I'm really happy that we went forward with this. We actually had a conversation where we were like, "Should we do it? Should we?" And like, none of us stand... wanted to say either way. We didn't. No. Um, we talked about doing it over the phone, but I think the sound quality is way better this way. But I'm so Let's glad hope. we moved forward with it. And. I, I think that it will be very cool to just have a bit of like a raw, authentic talk in the middle of this very kind of scary and unknown time. So Absolutely. is there any kind of closing thoughts from either of you guys just on this whole topic of
1: keeping calm in the chaos? Before Maybe like a word or wisdom to take with you into like the weekend or the week. Yeah. Can, can it
0: be like a phrase? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say take care of yourself and realize what matters right now. Look inside yourself to find out what that is
1: big time me yeah <laughs> oh god Zira, do I, do I, I, have have to, I wish i didn't I have think that so question, though. um when we make plans god laughs, <laughs> Love our therapist says that means i'm sure therapists and that's therapist, one yes. of my favorite things she's Maybe. incredible she is incredible yeah. we need to book an appointment <laughs> we really do
2: especially over skype right okay. now
1: i'm hi michelle <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say something that just sounds so stupid, but it really does resonate with me. It's like even when it's not okay, it's going to be okay. 100%. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's like right now, who even knows what okay means? Mm-hmm. But no matter what, you, it's, it's going to come out on the other side. It might be, you know, you might walk through the mud, you might go through the trenches, but... You, you're going to be okay at the end mm-hmm. of it. And um, that's something that even in my darkest moments has really kind of helped me get out of the mud. And on that note, we've been drinking oh. this whole cheers. time. Should we cheers? Cheers <laughs> yeah, to Mad Women Podcast. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> Thanks for being our guest.
0: Thank you, guys. It was wonderful.